Look at all these pleasant party-goers, and in such festive attire. How incredibly clever! <laughs> Welcome to the Beers and Ears Podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. It's Halloween, Halloween, Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt in spooky voice. <laughs> I would normally do my ghost host voice, but we did that for the Haunted Mansion, so I don't know if I can do that with this one. But uh, my name is Casey, and I don't have quite the spooky voice, but <laughs> there's my evil laugh. I kind of works. On <laughs> so. If you haven't guessed from our spooky voices and evil laugh, uh, we Halloween is coming up. Uh, yeah. We are about to turn the calendar over to October. And I mean, honestly, in terms of Halloween, we are already like a month behind. But uh, we'll, we'll pretend like Halloween is just starting up in October. So we got a, a unique Halloween episode that we're talking about, tapping into our Disney store expertise. Casey, what are we talking about today? Well, you know, Halloween's fun to talk about regardless, but we're going to kind of put the spin on it about all the fun Halloween merch that comes out this time of year from Disney um, in the parks, at the Disney store. Um, and, and honestly, you can find Disney Halloween merch at a lot of other places too, at Target, at Walmart, at Meijer, um, at Walgreens. Um, you can find a lot of stuff. In fact, I was just at Walgreens today, and they got a whole Nightmare Before Christmas display of all kinds of cool stuff uh, for Halloween. And, you know, this is my favorite time of year in terms of kind of we're moving into September. Weather is getting cooler, so it's, you know, it's great, crisp jeans and hoodie weather. Uh, you can smell the Christmas in the air. And then as we start to turn Halloween and then suddenly November 1st hits and it's Christmas or, or, or if you don't celebrate Christmas, it's the holiday time. It's the winter time all the way through the end of the year. And so this time of year is just it's extra magical to me. And I think the merch can make it that way, too, especially in your home. I agree. Um, just so you all are aware, listeners, just be ready. Uh, both Casey and I love this time of year. Be <laughs> ready for us to talk about how much we love this time of year. We, uh, it, It's wonderful. And uh, Halloween, I feel like this is maybe a weird place to start, but I feel like we have to start with Halloween is different now from when I was a kid, where I remember as a kid, our neighborhood was hopping with people where there would be kids running around and coming up to houses. And we had, you know, hundreds of kids come by our house. And is trick-or-treating a thing anymore? Like, I know it is, but, and, and take COVID out of this. Don't, don't like, I mean, this is, a, that's a whole new realm. But I mean, I want to say last year, we maybe had 10 people show up to our door. Well, I think part of it is, again, take COVID out of it. I think part of it is is safety, right? So, and unfortunately, the world has become a lot less safe. Uh, you know, people do bad things. And so I know a lot of neighborhoods have moved to the idea of trunk or treating. So where, you know, 
neighbors and friends will pull into a parking lot. It'll be 20 or 25 of them. They'll open up their trunks and they'll trick or treat you know, to these cars and, and, and it's a very safe environment. That's one way. Yeah. Trick or treating is definitely still a thing. And, and, and actually a lot of people don't realize Halloween is the number one spent holiday behind Christmas. Christmas is number one. Halloween is number two. More people spend money on Halloween than anything else, be it candy, Halloween costumes, decor. So it definitely is a thing. The, the, the thing about it is, as far as the trick-or-treating goes, it, it's just done in different ways, whether it's your local mall. I mean, Matt, you know that. The Saturday for Halloween at Woodfield, uh, the participating stores, we would have thousands of kids come through in that like three-hour period where we handed out stickers and, and things like that. Food allergies, I think, have also become much more prevalent, mm-hmm. too. You know, my friend uh, Kelly, who I've known since high school, uh, she's got her son who is severely allergic to a lot of things. He's actually going to a, a particular um, scientific laboratory in, in California, uh, kind of a, a trial that kind of helps cure kids of allergies. But I mean, he's to the point to where he can't do wheat, he can't do milk, he can't do nuts, he can't, there's literally, I mean, there's only certain things that are safe for him. And so she introduced me to something called the Teal Pumpkin Initiative. Are you familiar with that? I am not. So the Teal Pumpkin Initiative, and listeners, this is something I encourage all of you to do. Teal Pumpkin basically means that you have treats for kids who do have food allergies. You have treats that are safe for them. So instead of having food, you have stickers or you have bouncy balls. You have little trinkets, little things, toys, whistles, um, puzzles, things that they can still participate in the trick-or-treating process without feeling singled out and they're able to get a treat just the same as their the counterparts who don't have the food allergies. And the way you signal this is on your front porch, you spray paint one of your pumpkins teal. Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to have to look right. into that. Yeah, it's definitely um, well worth it. She told me all about it and I've done that the last couple of years and, and it's gaining more and more traction. So yeah, Halloween has evolved for sure. But those are, I think, some of the reasons why maybe you don't see as many trick-or-treaters as you once did. But I think where it has evolved, and this is where you've seen it with the merch, is that it's become a more adult-centric holiday that yeah. I know tons of people that... Halloween, like they're going to six Halloween parties and they've got, I mean, the theme parks do it up uh, uh, with the Horror Nights and all this other stuff. And and it's a wildly popular holiday amongst adults. And, I, and we've seen that in the, in the past three or four years reflected in the merch to kind of turn it back towards that. Yeah, I think let's let's start with this. When we're talking merch, there's really two things to consider. There are costumes and then there's the home type merch. So costumes, if we kind of go there for just a second, this is when Disney goes all out, be it in the (laughs) Target, the Walmarts, the Halloween stores, or in the Disney stores. I mean, I will, oh my God, the, the amount of, (laughs) the amount of glitter that I used to, uh, I used to walk home with um, by being in the closet up front with all of the princess dresses. And, and again, if you have a kid at home and you want to imagine what their dream world probably is, it would have probably been the front closet of the Disney store at Woodfield Mall, where we would literally have hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of Elsa and 
Belle and Cinderella and Snow White and Rapunzel covered in glitter in every feasible size you could possibly imagine. And so this stuff gets put out, it gets featured, and it's not just the princess costumes. The boys have costumes as well, too. Um, not that a boy can't be a princess, but you know, there's the traditional boy costumes like Jack Sparrow, Peter Pan, Captain Hook. You know, last year or for Halloween, the descendants were the number one sellers, right? It's good to be bad. I went proof of that. Used to be lost, now we're on the map. Used to steal stacks, now we're giving back. Remember that. Bad. If you got pride, raise your visa power. Wave a side to side. Feel the vibe. It's good to be bad. So that's one aspect of it. And not all Halloween costumes are created equal. <laughs> uh, well, you can go to a Walmart and buy a 20 or $25 princess dress. It's going to rip on you and it's going to rip on you quick because they're not created equal. Or you can go to, to Disney, uh, the Disney store and get a $50 princess dress and it's going to last much longer. Or you can buy a deluxe dress for a hundred and it's going to get multiple wears out of it. Uh, so you have to really decide how long does this kid going to wear it? How authentic do I want it to look? How, how, you know, how much wearability do I want to get out of it? You know, those are all things that you want to make sure you consider. And then recently we got into adult costumes too uh, at the Disney store, right, Matt? Yeah, they started doing in-store a, a limited run. Um, so they like had, there was a, a it, it, they weren't necessarily like direct costumes per se, but more like, like inspired by. So there would be a dress that uh, looked like Ursula, a costume dress, one one was Queen of Hearts. Another one was uh, Minnie Mouse. And but if you go online, the amount of costumes that they have for adults is huge. Um, Disguise is the brand that they have signed on with. And then I have to applaud Disney this year too for including uh, costumes that go over wheelchairs, and not just for kids, but for adults as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So again, costumes, you know, like you said, that that is not only for kids, but also for adults. But then you also start to get into how do we decorate our home? How do we make the home a haunted place? When hinges creak in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. One thing I want to say is that when it comes to Disney Halloween, there is your traditional, you know, pumpkins and Mickey pumpkins, and we'll get into all that here in a couple minutes, but it bleeds into franchises that otherwise may not have anything to do with Halloween per se, but work well at Halloween. So franchises like Nightmare Before Christmas, that stuff typically goes out right at the end of August and they keep it right on through the end of the year because it works for not only Halloween, but it works for Christmas, right? It's one of the few like holiday-centric movies that lasts multiple holidays. Like pretty much every other holiday movie, it's like, no, this is a Halloween movie. No, this is a Christmas movie. No, this is a Valentine's Day movie if those exist. <laughs> So yeah, right, between Jack and Sally having the, 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 the relationship, right? So that that's one. 
Disney Villains is another one of the franchises. We've talked about the Disney Villains in the past when we did the Top 10 Disney Villains episode. You know, Maleficent, Evil Queen, uh, Hades, Oogie Boogie again from Nightmare Before Christmas. Disney Villains um, are typically also typically, uh, usually you know played out at this time as well because, again, that whole villainy, evil, Halloween-y feel, you'll oftentimes see that as well. All year long you get to have your fun, but October is here and now your fun is done. It's our turn to celebrate our way. We're going to give it all we got on our holiday. This dance only comes around once in a year. For all our green ghoulish friends to appear, we're going to trick, not treat, go from door to door. You're sure to see something never seen before. Exactly. The the other franchise that has popped up in the last three years has been Hocus Pocus. Correct. Absolutely. And I know and you have, you know, we've got a review coming up here quickly. We're going to have that in a few weeks. But Hocus Pocus it's a cult classic and people love it and it's now and it's not just at the disney store anymore you see it everywhere um uh, if you guys have shopped at spirit halloween they typically have a whole hocus pocus line there you've also will find it at oh goodness gracious what's that place in the mall that's got um uh that's kind of the gothic store uh Hot Topic? Hot Topic. They typically will have a section of Hocus Pocus. Walgreens last year had the Funko Pops. So again, you'll you'll see Hocus Pocus in there. And again, it's it's centered around Halloween. And another franchise, Matt, too, that's popped up within the last couple of years that Disney was very smart to incorporate into Halloween is the Haunted Mansion. You'll see oh, Haunted yeah. Mansion product scattered everywhere as well. Yeah, like the so very boring, quick Disney history here um, in Disney store history. Disney store used to not house a lot of park stuff like parks were in the parks and store was in the store. Well, since Disney, they've kind of moved some stuff around and now it's just Disney consumer products. And so you started to see in Disney stores a lot more parks type things appear and and halloween was kind of the first time that it wasn't just like oh here's like one thing from the park it was no we've got an entire haunted mansion collection for you and uh, that has continued on i mean clearly wildly popular yeah so the the thing you have to ask yourself is when does halloween begin now again this episode's airing on the 29th of of september but halloween actually starts for the disney fanatic middle of august under oh, yeah under any other normal year that is not covid halloween begins when the very first mickey's not so scary halloween party starts Let, let's just be very honest or at disneyland i think they've got their version of it too but in disney world mickey's not so scary halloween party is a ticketed event a separate ticketed event and usually that very first party usually airs uh in like August 20th sometime in the 20th through the 31st range. But in order to prepare for it, in order to be 100% ready for it, all the Halloween decorations in the park, especially Magic Kingdom specifically, have to go up before the first party, which means if you are in Disney, typically middle of August through like August 20th, you have a very good chance of catching the fall Halloween decorations and all the merch going up typically that third week of August. 
I, 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 August is usually my time when I go and I have caught that transition more times than I can count. I've gone one day before it's regular traditional magic kingdom. And then as we've learned already, one of my traditions saying goodbye to the magic kingdom uh, before I leave is usually the last day of my trip. I can count probably three different times that I've gone that I have caught that transition and I've been able to see the Mickey Mouse glowing pumpkins on the light post with all the fall leaves and all the pumpkins. And then when you start to go into the shops, you start to catch all the new merch. Yeah. And, and, you know, by the time this episode airs, there's, I mean, there will still be Halloween merch in the store, but ultimately if you're like looking for a lot of the Halloween merch, some of the like more popular things might already be sold out. Those, and, uh, pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. The, the treat pumpkin. So every year they do a treat pumpkin. And I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but we sold out before October 1st. Like they were going to do them as a purchase with purchase and they couldn't because we sold out. Yeah, those candy buckets were just flying off shelves. Well, part of it is, so uh, there's a lot of stuff at at Disney. I think Disney gets this bad rep of everything at Disney is overpriced, always. And don't get me wrong, there's some stuff that I would look at the price tag and go, really, this is how much that this is? There's no way anyone's going to pay that. But then there's some other stuff that you go, this is really reasonably priced. And those candy buckets at the time were 20 bucks. This is a nice, I mean, big pumpkin glow in the dark with Mickey's face on it with the Mickey ears that can hold lots of candy. And so it was no wonder that they sold so well is because they were so they were such at a great, great price. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, this is airing on September 29th. So if you're looking for some of that Disney stuff, get into your local Disney store or go to shopdisney.com and get the purchase as soon as possible because you're going to start to you're going to start to see some of the stuff sells, especially the collector's item things. They sell um, really fast. Now, I want to point out one thing here, too, um, that, you know, while the parks and the stores have merged to some degree, there are park exclusive items and Disney store exclusive items that you're only going to get at one or the other. Parks uh, Plush is a great example of this. During this time, um, the Halloween plush that the, the parks put out is going to traditionally be different than the Halloween plush you'll find at a Disney store. I remember I was there 2017, so three years ago, uh, end of August. I, I hit the jackpot. They had just all set their Halloween displays up in all the shops, and they had debuted a brand new line of of Mickey, Minnie, uh, Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, and Goofy plush that were all Halloween oriented, and they were dressed up like they were in a rock band, but they played different monsters in a rock band. They were so oh. cute. I, I bought I bought every single one. They were adorable. I'll have to snap a picture and show it to you guys. They were different than the Halloween plush that the Disney store sells. So for those of you who don't know, the Disney store sells a themed uh, character plush for every holiday. Valentine's, Easter, 4th of July. They've got one typically for like the summer. And then of course, Halloween and Christmas. And it's always a Mickey and Minnie, at least, sometimes more. But for Halloween, it's always Mickey and Minnie. I, I, I brought out my Halloween stuff out um, about two weeks ago. And uh, nice. I realized that I have more Halloween Mickey and Minis than I do holiday Mickey and Minis. Interesting. I have, I have collected every holiday Mickey and Minnie since I have worked for the Disney store. Plus, I usually buy the ones from, from the parks, too. So that makes sense. You doubled up with getting some ones from the parks. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Halloween merch I'm really behind on because really up until 
working at the Disney store, Halloween just never excited me. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like I, November 1st was the holiday because that's when all the candy went on sale and I would just go and <laughs> buy candy. Um, yeah. But like, I, I've never been to a, a Mickey's Halloween, you know, boot to you Halloween party. Um, and some of that was, uh, when you work at a Disney store, October is not a, and even September is not a great time to go on a trip. <laughs> um, but I, that's on one of my lists of, I, at some point I'd love to go to one of those, um, and, and see it all done up really for the Halloween. Um, I'm getting more into it as, as I'm getting older. I think it's a lot of fun to, to be a part of this holiday. So I'm still catching up on some of the merch. I, I want to talk a little bit about the, the Mickey's not so scary. Cause it is a lot of fun. Um, before we do that, though, I want to mention, you know, we're talking a lot about a merch. Uh, in case you guys don't know, we actually have a sponsor for our show, uh, and it is Riss and Cal. And they are the company that owns the Four Frills shop, fourfrills.com, the number four, P-H-R-I-L-L-S.com. And they have a lot of merch, too. Um, in fact, buying from them and using our promo code actually helped support our show. In fact, they just stocked and reloaded uh, some of the product that they have in time for the holidays, which we're going to be talking about a lot here soon. Oh, you sent me the pictures and, and the stuff looks really sleek. Lots of great accessories, lots of great um, new items here at the store that honestly I've been looking at as well. Bluetooth speakers, good charging cables for your car or something like that. I mean, as always, you and I both have the earbuds and, and we, I, I know I use mine all the time. Um, and so those are really great. Those are still there. There's just a lot of great stuff. Because they're a partner of the show, when you purchase from their shop and you use our promo code, uh, we, it helps us out. It helps support the show, helps us you know, uh, be able to fund and keep doing what we're doing here. So we encourage you to go to fourfrills.com. That's the number four, P-H-R-I-L-L-S.com slash shop. Uh, take a look at all their new offerings. And at the end, as you check out, if you use the coupon code BEERS, B-E-E-R-S, at checkout, you're going to get 15% off your purchase. There's a couple of other perks too. Uh, it's free two-day shipping, so you get this stuff pretty quick. Uh, that's number one. Uh, number two, you're helping the show out. And then number three, portions of their profits actually go to help nonprofits. So yeah, check them out, fourfrills.com slash shop. Use promo code BEERS, B-E-E-R-S, at checkout. You'll help support the show, help give back to the community, and get some pretty awesome product too. Okay, so pretty awesome product. That's what we're talking about right now when it comes to Halloween stuff. So yeah, I have had the, the pleasure of going to a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party. It is a blast. I, I do highly recommend it, guys, if you get the chance. And a lot of people get a, you know, get a little stick up their butt. Like, why do I got to pay an extra price to go to Disney? This is one of those things where people look at it as an extra cost, but it's really not an extra cost. It's actually a reduced ticket price for an evening basically where you can get into the park at 4 p.m. and go until, um, if not midnight, sometimes till 2 a.m. on some of those closer to Halloween nights. So you get a full eight hours, sometimes 10 hours in the park at a reduced ticket price with reduced crowd levels. All you gotta do is plan for it. So if you're down there for, let's say a five day stint, right? And you buy, uh, or maybe, a, you know, maybe it's a six day stint or a five day stint, and you buy a four day ticket, 
but one of those days, you also want to have one day in the park where you're going to be at Mickey's Not So Scary. So you buy a four-day ticket instead of a five-day ticket, or you buy a three-day ticket instead of a four-day ticket, and then you buy that extra pass to get in during Mickey's Not So Scary. You don't go during the day to one of the other parks. You use the morning and the mid-afternoon to go to Disney Springs, hang out at the pool, and then go to the park at night, get in as early as 4 p.m. You now have eight full hours to take in all kinds of fun stuff at low park capacity. And I will tell you, the atmosphere is kick butt. All the lights are down low. All the buildings are lit up in multi-colors, purples and oranges and reds and yellows. The music is not your traditional Main Street USA music. It's, you know, Michael Jackson's Thriller or, you know, that song. I, um, I always got a feeling that somebody's watching me you know that song um you know um uh season of the witch uh there's all kinds of fun stuff now, i know that has nothing to do with with merch but that gets you in the spirit when you're there it's really cool that's awesome yeah and then um from a merch standpoint too like I know, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. At all of these parties, I know they do an exclusive party spell card, and and that would be something that, from a merch perspective, again, that's uh, that's totally free that you can just play. Um, I want to get my hands on. Yeah, and it's also um, these events are not just at the parks. If you're looking for a fun event, again, this year excluded because of COVID. If you have a local Disney store, they host Halloween parties in their stores, Halloween dress rehearsals. I've hosted them. I've hosted them every year I work there. Um, <laughs> many, many dance parties. Goofy. What was the we, last year? I think we were we were trying to. Oh, that's right. We were trying to scare away the evil queen Maleficent and Cruella Deville. Uh, they took the magic away from Mickey's magic pumpkin. And speaking of merch, one of the things that we sold last year were these plush little light up pumpkins that we used during this party that everyone could have in their hand and then thrust up towards the screen to help light the magic pumpkin. And then you could purchase these things. They were like, I think 10 bucks or eight bucks a piece or whatever. We sold out, I want to say two weeks before Halloween. That's how popular they were. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and yeah, shout out to if you have a Disney store in your area, again, this year probably excluding, but um, they, they run not just for Halloween, but tons of events. And usually it's centered around some type of merch. And so it is a great way to have some free entertainment that also gets some new merch in your hand and can kind of see what's going on at the Disney store. Because um, really, I mean, in general, um, and this is especially around the holidays and starting with Halloween that I started to see it. Disney really has stepped up their merchandise game, in my opinion, that, you know, with the inclusion of Night Before Christmas, Hocus Pocus, the Disney villains, their costumes always look fantastic. And even the homey stuff where it's your pajama, your family pajamas and the the pumpkins, the light up pumpkins, all the, the kitchen towels, the doormats, um, they, they have some really really fun stuff that can fit in your house and fit in the decor of your house without being obnoxious while still being festive and showing your Disney side. When it comes to decorating for Halloween, you really do have kind of two choices because there's the, there's the fun fall festive autumn 
orangey, reddish, yellow kind of colors. You know, welcome fall, fall harvest, Halloween pumpkins. You know, there's that form of decorating. And then there's the other form, which is the the gore, the guts, the blood. And again, I'm not going to discount. Some people love that. That's not my forte. I mean, I have a couple pieces that are like that, you know, the Frankensteins or the, you know, the witch's kettle. But for the most part, my decorating style is very much that autumn with pumpkins and scarecrows and stuff. I think Disney does a really good job, to your point, Matt, of kind of blending kind of those two worlds together. You sometimes get Mickey Frankenstein or Minnie Witch or Donald Mummy, right? But at the same time, you also get the cutesy stuff that just blends really well into your decor. And you don't, I think that's one of the reasons why maybe I don't feel so bad putting it out like literally the last week of August because I love decorating for Halloween really, really early. I don't feel so guilty putting it out the last week of August because it doesn't have that gore effect to it. I think sometimes if I was to do that, it might be closer to Halloween, but it's got more of a welcome fall vibe. You know, I think typically when Starbucks decides to release their pumpkin spice, usually the last week of August, then I feel it's okay to put my Halloween stuff out. <laughs> is that the signal to you when pumpkin that is spice? Yeah, I don't like pumpkin spice. I'm not a pumpkin spice guy at all, but that is usually the signal for me. Um, I think one year I put it out mid-August because I had just gotten back from Disney and I had gotten my new Halloween stuff, and I was so excited to put it out because I wanted to showcase it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what this holiday season looks like, but I'm not letting it dampen my spirits. I'm I'm really excited for Halloween. Like I'm already getting into that fall. These past couple of days, when when we've been recording, have been like in the 50s and rainy, and I'm like, ooh yeah, give me that hot black tea and give me those blankets. And I'm like, ooh yeah. I turned, I turned my heat on yesterday. I if if it dips below 60, which it was like 55 last night. Um, it was like warm or cool in my house. It was like 66 in my house last night. It was only going to get cooler. I was like, all right, let's get the heat on. I'm not going to put it on crazy hot. I kept it at like 67, 68, but I want to get through that, you know, that time where you know, got to burn the dust off and all that stuff. So took care of all that last night and now the heat's on. It's not on a lot, but it's on in case it gets cool at night because there's a couple temperatures in the forecast where it's going to get to the 40s. So yeah, it, it's yeah. definitely in there so yeah love this time of year so definitely go on shopdisney.com if you've got a local disney store and they're open pop on in check out what they've got especially because right now is when they start to start some of the sales and so you can did you see the jim shore figures on shopdisney.com this year yes i did oh my god they look so amazing so jim shore guys so you don't know he sculpts and kind of it's like a it's almost kind of like a wooden style even though it's not wood it looks like wood and they've got um a mickey and a mini halloween jim shore this year and they look fantabulous yeah there's just there's still a lot of great stuff um so definitely check it out um again if stop into a disney store you never know what you can find in one of those places so uh, th- there's still a lot of great merch and, and we're even starting to see some of the holiday merch trickle in and I'm getting excited. I know. I know. I'm so pumped too. And the ornaments this year look phenomenal. So Ooh, yes. Okay. So before we go, cause it's, we're moving up on closing time before we go, Matt and I have some super exciting news to share with you all. We, we, we've been holding back talking about it because I wanted to surprise you first of all. Uh, but, 
as you guys know, back in July, or maybe you don't know, back in July, we were part of a brand new a magazine that's been up and running for a few months called Podcast Magazine. And they did an article on us in the leisure section called Under the Radar. It was a quick little article. Basically, the article was talking about how we were a podcast. We got five mics out of five mics. But basically, we were a podcast that um, if you aren't listening to us, you should be listening to us. Well, for those of you who are listening to us, you know that. You've been listening to us since the beginning, and we, we love you for that. Well, Matt, what's our exciting news? So the person who wrote the article sent us an email a month or two ago and said, hey, I'd like to write a feature article about you both and the podcast. So in October, we are going to be one of the feature articles in the leisure section of that magazine. Absolutely. We are so pumped. So it's supposed to come out. Uh, right around October 1st, October 2nd. So you should see it. So this week, today's the 29th. I think it's the 29th. Uh, you should see this here uh, within the next couple of days. We'll post the link for it up in our um, our Facebook group and on all of our social media channels. And we just please share it with your friends and family. Also, if you're a podcast listener beyond just our podcast, take a listen. Um, or if you listen to other podcasts, take a look at podcastmagazine.com. Um, they've got a lot of different uh, uh, subscribers. It's not very expensive to subscribe. You get a beautiful um, digital subscription delivered to your email every month. You can also opt for the physical sub subscription. I actually happened to get the the actual uh, one from our, our article in July. So definitely check them out. But yeah, we're really excited about this. We had a great interview with Lori who, who wrote the article. So I'm really excited about that article coming out. So definitely check it out. Uh, so Matt, uh, it's closing time. How do they get a hold of us? You can send us an email, beardsandears1928 at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook group, join us. Uh, uh, the Facebook group, join up on that, Beers and Ears podcast. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, at beardsandears1928. Uh, if you can, give us a follow on there. Um, it really helps kind of build our, our base. And uh, uh, if you see something that you like, uh, retweet that out or share it or put it on your story something that gets the word out that you're listening to this podcast and you like it um, as always rate and review us five stars five stars thank you to those that have already taken the time to do that and if you haven't just take a quick second give us five stars write a little review it'd be awesome if you did that new episodes every tuesday and friday and uh, 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 let's uh, raise our goblets here, sir. Oh, uh, yes, the fancy dancy are our goblets with smoke coming out of them. Uh, this episode has been on us, and we appreciate you joining us, you foolish mortals. And uh, we will see you again next time. Have a great night, guys. Bye, everyone. The Happy Haunts want to thank you for hanging around while we scared up a little Halloween fun. <laughs> we do hope you'll drop in again for another spooktacular celebration. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, weird ghosts cling where the spirits dwell. Restless bones, etherealize. Rise the spooks of every size. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize.